Hello and welcome back everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. So glad to have you along for the ride as we dig into Scripture uh, today, looking at uh, its context, both big and small, and uh, looking for ways to continue diving into and being committed to the habit of taking Scripture in. And uh, I hope uh, you use this podcast as a way to keep you plugged into the Bible. And if you're brand new to it, um, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, the Bible's a big book, and I'm hoping you're getting some other help and you're a part of your local church there. But in the meantime, I hope uh, the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast can uh, just be a, a window you can open and uh, begin to look at some good Bible study tools that can be used daily. So we don't, this isn't a specialist theological program. It's um, a daily Bible reading, uh, what, celebration, I guess, <laughs> and uh, just some rules of thumb, rules for the road, okay? All right, so what we'll do is we'll take the um, version verse of the day from whatever day I happen to be recording this and, and just take it on and give it the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast treatment, all right? So today will be no different, and we're getting into 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, verse 13. All right, so the letter from Paul to the Corinthian church, there's two of them collected in the Bible in the New Testament. And 1 Corinthians, you know, the overall theme, there was a lot of division in the church. So you can tell from, you know, beginning to end that Paul is addressing division and how there needs to be Christian unity and forgiveness and unity through the gifts of the Holy Spirit and unity through the celebration of communion and unity through serving um, with the gifts that God has provided. So that's kind of the larger uh, context. All right, but here in chapter 10, verse 13, we find this, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Uh, great uh, verse of hope to so many of us who have struggled with sin in our lives. Uh, this is one of the greatest, If I'll, okay, I'll go ahead and <laughs> do the usual podcast thing where you go big or go home. I'll say this is probably the best verse, if you're looking for hope and the fact that the temptation to sin is not bigger than God in you, God can, you know, we can walk away from life controlling hurts, habits, and hangups, as we might put it in Celebrate Recovery, okay? We can. It can seem hard at the time, but no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. So in other words, you are not, you don't have a new kind of temptation in your life. You're not the first one to face whatever it is you're facing. Such a great, uh, so reassuring. It's all common. People are all tempted in common ways. When Paul, when the Bible uses the word man here, it's, it means all, all of humankind. It's not just for men. Uh, it's not, it's, it's common to humankind. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. And so many of us worry about that and we project into the future and we wonder, you know, what if I face X, Y, and Z, what will I do? Hey, God knows he is control of your life. And it's, he states here for the, those who belong to him, he's faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, 
He will also provide the way of escape. Now it's interesting there, and we'll we'll look at what that means, that you may be able to endure it. All right. So the first thing that we see in these in this uh, verse is the interplay between uh, God's part and our part. So, you know, all people are tempted in the same way. And then God is faithful. He'll not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Okay, so God's got it. I don't have to do anything, right? But right on the heels of it saying that God is faithful and he's got this limiting, guiding, gatekeeper type thing in your life. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape. If there's a way of escape provided, it means we need to take it, (laughs) you know? Because I think uh, it's right for anyone listening to this program to say, Josiah, I hear what this verse is saying and it's cool, but I've fallen to temptation so many times. How can I be sure that, you know, God says he'll, he won't let me be tempted beyond my ability, but sure looks like he is doing that to me. So, well, are you sure? Or did the way of escape present itself and you failed to take it? that you may be able to endure it. So the word there, endure, lets us know the temptation is still something that needs to be endured and the way of escape needs to be looked for and God still needs to be trusted, okay? So it helps us, just looking at those kind of internal things helps us from misusing this verse to say something like, um, uh, you know, well, since I got tempted and I fell for it, I'm not a Christian, I'm obviously not a Christian. Well, that's not what the verse says, does it? You know, it's entirely possible that you you missed, you know, the way. I'll give one example from my own life just because, you know, I don't want to preach. I don't want to use this program to preach because it's not what we do. But just by way of illustration for this verse, I'll just say typical situation for me will be I'm supposed to accomplish A, B, and C today. And then I know, so then it's like, yeah, I could accomplish B, but uh, it actually would be a lot more fun to just kind of go down this rabbit hole about um, whatever, um, you know, go searching for a new book I'd like to read. And before you know it, I'm off track of what I was supposed to accomplish. And then that one thing leads to another and I'm disappointing myself. I'm uh you know, I, oh, I was short with my kids. Oh, I thought God wouldn't tempt me more than I could bear. Well, are you sure, Josiah? Because back then when he's back earlier today, when God said, hey, Josiah, you're stepping off the track, man. You know, I need you to come back and, and stay on track for today. And you're like, no, I, I think right now I'm going to purposefully step off track so I can just, you know, find out what this new car is really all about. <laughs> you know, just whatever it is. And it's like, well, that's when. You see, God had already provided the way of escape. And I just decided I wanted to do Tuesday my way. And so this is the fruit I get from it. And so that's the idea there is that the way of escape is provided. And it's not that I missed it because God is into like hiding the secret way of escape somewhere. And you have to look for these elaborate clues. It's like, no, more often than not, it was so small and simple that we stepped over it on purpose, you know? Okay, well, enough of that. Let's look if we can see... um, why Paul brought, see, I'm interested, why did Paul bring up um, temptation in the first place? That can usually be interesting. So let's go up. We'll go up to verse six where it looks like the thought is beginning. It says, now these things took place as examples for us. He's talking about uh, the things that were written down in the Old Testament, what happened to the people of Israel. He says, now these things took place as examples for us that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were, As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. 
We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test as some of them did and were destroyed by serpents, nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now these things happened to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, this is important, this is verse 12, Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall. That's kind of a scary warning is a good one. You know, we need to have that in front of us. Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall. And then as you get, you know, you could, some fear could creep in there comes verse 13. No temptation, yeah, verse, no temptation is overtaking this, not common to man. God is faithful. He'll not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Okay. But with the temptation, he provides a way of escape. And then verse 14 builds on that. So it builds on this idea of the faithfulness of God by saying, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. Okay? Therefore, my beloved, run away from idolatry. It's a temptation. You've been provided with a way of escape. Take it and run. (laughs) All right? So just a great verse for um, battling sin in our lives. It's only made richer. So now another thing you would do, I would recommend is go back up to verse six there, chapter 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, starting in verse six. Actually take on the whole chapter. Yeah, the whole chapter, why not? So go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And as you go through it, you'll see he's gonna use when the people of Israel were freed from Egypt and then were out in the wilderness and they put God to the test in several different ways, as you might be familiar with if you've read it. If not, you can go back and check it out in the book of Exodus. And it's uh, there's some more detail and things filled in in the book of Deuteronomy as well, if you want to look at that. But especially the story in Exodus where they're gotten out of Egypt, they go out in the wilderness where God teaches them to trust him you know, through hard times and he provides for them. But they go for a lot of, you know, idolatrous type things that are put in front of them. And then it, it brings destruction in their, in their people and in their life. And so Paul says that this, these are things that are great examples for us as God is leading us out of, you know, captivity in this world into um, freedom in the next with him. And so he uses those in examples as pay attention to that and, and makes it, what I love is chapter 10 connects overcoming temptation to a, to the bigger picture. So it's not just don't do bad things, do good things. Okay, that's important, but it but it's hard to get inspired by that. And so chapter 10 kind of hooks it up to a bigger picture, which is God has freed us from being captive to idolatry, captive to doing things that now only fill us with shame and has freed us to come after him and walk away from that old way of life. And so temptation, you know, we see it for what it is. It's a, it's a call to fall back to things that we've already been freed from. And here's the motivation why we should not do that. And here's the assurance that God will provide a way for us to not do that. So it just gets, you know, I love the bigger kind of bolder picture. And then um, can we see Christ in these verses? I think so. Um, God is faithful. He'll provide a way for you to escape. Uh, the temptation that comes upon you. Also, no temptation is overtaking you that's not common to man. We know from Hebrews, Hebrews says this about Jesus. It says that um, uh, Jesus was tempted in every way that we are yet without sin. So, you know, this whole idea that temptation is uh, something that God understands and it's something that he gets. And 
to him, it's not a game. So his son walked through temptation and defeated it. And he calls us to do the same. And he's the God that's in our lives. He's the one who is providing the way of escape. You know, the Bible says we have a high priest that is able to sympathize with those who are being tempted, with those who are struggling. And so we see Christ, our great high priest in these verses, and he's able to, uh, he provides a way of escape and he understands and we may be able to endure it. And the one we look to who endeared temptation uh, for us and on our behalf was Jesus. And so we look to him as our example. Okay. So great verses here, guys. How would the original audience have heard this? Well, keep this in mind. One of the main things Paul was talking to the Corinthians about their whole world was, you know, the alternate religions in their world were the same as ours. They were all about idolatry. You know, here in America, you can worship yourself or money or image or your career or Wall Street or politics or, you know, we offer all these kind of alternative religions to following God. And they all involve you making an idol out of something, you, you know, either yourself or money or your comfort or a political party or your country or a certain type of movement or, you know, and so the Corinthians were being called out of the same thing. And so he was, you know, Paul and Ten is calling them, hey, don't fall back to idolatry. Keep going. And remember that God knows you're tempted. God knows your friends are inviting you back to the temple. And God knows you're getting some pressure put on you that if you want a better job, then you need to be seen in these certain circles. And so, you know, he knows all about that. So don't fall for it. Keep going. It's worth it. You know, let's take an example from the Israelites, people before us that, you know, when they fell to temptation, these things happen. So let's be careful. All right. All right, guys. Great. Thank you so much for being with me today. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Great verse, vital verse for fighting sin in the life of a Christian. Uh, can't wait to be with you guys again. We'll take on another verse. See you then.